Hey man, Finally. Uh, I like that article. I just spun through that real quick. So what my what I'm referring to, folks, for those of you who are just joining us, is Deepak sent me an article in California um, where you literally are not going to be able to use discrimination through the caste system in America. That is bringing mm-hmm. some old world problems to the new world, my man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> wow. I've been waiting hey. to use this sentence for something all like for the past three days where yeah. I wanted to tell somebody you cannot polish a turd, but you can definitely <laughs> roll it in glitter. <laughs> <laughs> I've had no use for it, Sean, all day. <laughs> okay, that that's actually pretty good. Okay. I've got your next stand-up routine for you. So uh-huh. we um are our great school system here. So I want to cover some stuff for people, why I talk about this so much. So I first moved to Oklahoma 25 years ago. So in 2011, we were 17th in American education, which you know, we'd we'd gone up the sky, invested tons of money in it, all this other stuff. So By the way, that's just for people, that's when I graduated. So I was actually you the graduated good part at the of peak, this system. <laughs> at the peak. Well, I know, because it's worrying, isn't it? You go, mm-hmm. so this guy's name was Brad Henry. And he was a pretty solid governor. His wife is actually may, maybe the brains of the operation, but who cares? You know, it worked. So we're 17th in America, which, you know, you're competitive. You're in the top third. Mm-hmm. Now we are last. Yeah. And only... Only one political party has been in charge since then. Only one. Mm -hmm. Yet they're blaming people that are drag queens for our problems. I don't even even know what to do with it. It's such a turd to use your term. (laughs) It's not even a turd in glitter. Well, maybe the drag queen would be the, the glitter portion of the whole thing. But I am... We're we're in like a dystopian nightmare right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, you know, and you know, you all need to keep an eye out for this because once again, I think it's amazing that California is doing this anti-discrimination thing because mm-hmm. none of us here understand your caste system other than did the English invent it? I mean, who used this shit to play? No, it is actually a old. It existed like way back when. It was basically a classification based on your occupation, is my guess. So, like, the highest caste were, like, the priests. The second were, like, the warriors. The third were, like, the agriculturists and craftsmen. And the last one were, like, the sanitation workers and the garbage collectors and things like that. And those so the, the people with the, the single most important job, which is to keep everyone else from being sick, you guys put at the bottom? Mm-hmm. Because the wow. richer classes didn't want to get in contact with them and fall ill. Yeah. So in America, um, we had a plague back in the early 1900s. And uh, you know who was dying right and left? The servants at the wealthy homes, because they still had to show up to work. They couldn't yeah. take off work. Yeah, they weren't mm-hmm. affluent enough. Yeah. Or they were indentured servants and they had to show up. And uh, yeah, the other people just breathed on them and killed them. So we this- we we have had our own version of a caste mm-hmm. system. We just don't call it that. Yeah. I'm not gonna call this the funny part. There is a old thing about <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> I started by saying I'm not, damn it. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> no, there's this old thing about uh, like when they 
uh, basically burned and killed witches it was always yeah. like a single lady who was either like widowed or just living by herself the yeah. reason why at times they would like think that they're witches and kill them is because most of the single ladies who lived alone would have a cat at home the cats yeah. would keep away the rats that were carrying the plague the fleas. oh my god so they so, didn't get the plague so these fucking morons wow. thought that these were witches because they went falling ill, not realizing the cat yeah. was killing all the stupid rats before they entered the house. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now that's, I've never heard that before, but that makes absolute <laughs> and utter sense. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, men have, men have hated women. <clears throat> it's not new. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> and it's not, it's not because of their mothers. You know, um, for some reason or another, and I've never been a person who wanted a woman to be subjective to me or subordinate or anything. I've just never, never been interested in that. But my mom was well-educated. So were her sisters. My dad was the one that was the least educated. So I just grew mm. up in the odd, odd opposite environment. <clears throat> yeah. But it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. So let me tell you what we got going here. For those of you watching, take your time to Google a thing called Prager. P-R-A-G-E-R-U. So wouldn't you assume that's a university since they had the audacity to put the U behind it? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not. It is literally like a clearinghouse for um, white Christian national videos, um, inaccurate history. It's all this stuff. So um, Oh, shit. So, is it the animated series where they talk about yeah. like, Oh but, my but god, yeah, I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so so we've now made a deal in our education system that went from 17th to 50th to have this mm-hmm. shit available. And I don't know where all these soft little white kids come from because you know, we were always told what the English did to everybody, as you were. And you mm-hmm. were living in England at the time. England doesn't give a shit, they just own it. Yeah. We are the only people I know still trying to act like nothing happened. So the one that I watched yesterday was basically about slavery. And they were like, well, you know, but everybody had slaves back then. So you have to take mm-hmm. history and the time and you would go, yeah, but it's okay now to say that was a really bad idea. <laughs> but the only person I have to worry about is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is what they said at the end of it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, wow. L- literally, it's it's not just some religious indoctrination. It is falsified history and all this other shit. And so... I made two TikTok videos this morning, neither of which loaded about the same thing, which makes me paranoid. I'm not really one of those crazy paranoid people, <laughs> but two in, two in a row to not load is pretty weird. By the way, for those when, of you in you India, called, when you called me and I, I accidentally called you, it was because I was trying to uninstall TikTok on my phone because it oh. no longer lets me log in. And I accidentally don't know how I hit call. <laughs> right. Well, okay. So for those of you in India that aren't allowed TikTok, it is the only way that I get to talk to rural Oklahomans. There's no other way to get to them so they can just hear a different message. Otherwise, they only hear one. They, they hear Modi's message, you know, for lack of a better word. I'm not making fun of Modi, maybe. Um, but they only hear that one message. And this is a way to do it. So I will guarantee you here this TikTok will be illegal here in another year or two. Isn't it fascinating that rural America now gets its news from tiktok of all things well i don't know if it's news but they get they get more information 
But they don't, they get rural, they get rural news. And so if you're in the Southern part of Oklahoma, you're getting it from Texas. If you're in the Northern part of Oklahoma, you're getting it from Kansas. You lived in one of the major cities. So here yeah. in Tulsa have their own news, but they're completely different. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's mind boggling. So we are the size of Ireland, the country. We have 4 million people and we have two major cities. And comparatively, mm-hmm. we do a lot of the same things and Ireland would could be called a religious state because the Catholic Church ran it. They, they ran yeah. the southern part anyway. Um, and so we have a lot in common, and we just keep keeping some of the bad things. But I want to I want to get back for a second to this this Prager U shit. This guy mm-hmm. was a talk show host, talk show host, literally, and uh, figured out a way to market this stuff. And what they do to get it in schools is they don't sell it to the schools; they donate it. So literally, it's right-wing propaganda donated to schools with a little bit of enough religious context to keep those people from complaining. But the biggest donors... Sorry, go ahead. Is it like a set up as a non-profit that way they just get donations and keep their fucking thing running or is this like an irs is this like the preacher who's just waiting for the irs to bust in (laughs) i think i think this one's better set up as a because it's charity so it probably is a non-profit but they brought in 28 million dollars in um in donations last year 28 million and a whole bunch of them were individual donations so it's christians across america you know, look, mm-hmm. we've got the same religious problems you guys have. Ours mm-hmm. are ours are just, you know, they, they they sound better because the majority of the people here are Christians. So, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're but okay, let me get back to the thing. So $28 million last year. They got eight hundred thousand dollars from the federal government during COVID. They make videos. I mean, but they got eight hundred thousand. So so mm-hmm. Sheldon Adelson is one of their big donors. This 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 guy that, you know, Aubrey McClendon used to be the king of fracking. So this is the guy now. And and look, the, the deal is, is there's still a lot of these are anti-climate change stuff. And you just go, my God, we, we've you look at your weather. You finally had your monsoon in one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, we, we've had the weirdest summer I've ever seen. It, it is. Um, I just don't know. What I keep trying to explain to people that is not getting through is there is a direct correlation between two, who is in charge and what happens to education. Yeah. In some way or another, they've managed it to blame it on the other side, which is brilliant marketing. I will give them credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant marketing. I mean, when you can blame the other guy for the shit that you did on purpose, it's pretty good. But where do we, where do we go from here? And the reason I say it to our Indian audience, she goes, you're going to be here in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guarantee it. You'll be here in 20 years because your next generation that has money will be soft. <laughs> you know, and if not, then the next one, 20 or 30 years later, See, will be softer because they don't have to do the same shit. I was actually ahead, talking sorry. to someone recently about how we keep imitating the West every now and then. Like at yeah. certain times when you listen to the news here, right? If you're not watching the screen, it sounds right. like they, it almost sounds like they're reporting on a two-party system, which ours right. isn't because it's a parliamentary system. And I don't know why, because of the way news is covered, they keep covering it as just two individual parties going against each other. Right. That way you drown out all the voices of the individual parties that that used to form coalitions and shit, 
and you just claim right. that yeah we're a two-body system that's what's going to happen in the next 10 years if it continues this way yeah right. mm -hmm. and i don't um i don't just because of sheer ignorance i don't know how solvable it is here you know mm -hmm. we we drop from being number one in education in the world to you know we're like 35th or 50th at this point america is and and it's man I, you know it's the maturation of a republic you look at england you know mm -hmm. they're 200 years ahead of us you know they we took all their money in world war ii but we also took all their manufacturing before that you know mm -hmm. they used to try to, to send that stuff up to scotland and ireland and wales you know and then all the contamination that comes with it but then they got america and we we did all that cheap stuff for a while and then so we use Mexico that same way and Central America and South America. And now everybody uses China as the dumping ground for making everything, including the pollution that comes along with it. It's mm -hmm. um, it's really and truly it's a, it's a bizarre dynamic. But uh, I just keep watching this thing fall while I'm here. I mean, I've been here. I've been here 23 years. So I was here yeah. as it peaked. And now I'm mm -hmm. watching. Well, we're at the bottom. So, I mean, we're literally top 10 if you count backwards. <laughs> yeah. you can use well, that, that one that, you can that's use a positive that. way you can use that one all right so i watched an interview with um, john stewart and he was talking about george carlin and, and how negative mm -hmm. george had gotten by the end of it and he said george carlin was the hardest working heavy dope smoker i've ever seen the guy would <laughs> literally get up in the morning and 9 a.m start writing all day long mm -hmm. and he wrote jokes all day long and he goes okay. that's why he was that good but he said by the end of his life, he was just disappointed in humanity. It wasn't that he was angry. He was just disappointed. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'll Makes take sense, that right? <laughs> right. But he was, but I always thought, I always really thought as far as comedians went, he was the most intelligent one I saw. But I thought mm -hmm. Andrew Dice Clay had a better delivery. I really yeah. did. Andrew Dice Clay could say the same stuff and have it resonate and sit on the heads it needed mm -hmm. to sit. You know, you, but the other day I was he, thinking about it. Do you think it was Carlin's speed of delivery because he was probably on cocaine at that time? <laughs> so people didn't register what the hell he was saying. <laughs> you're just like, this guy has so much energy. I wish I had that energy at that age. And you're like, oh, they manufacture that. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> God, it is nuts. So I am getting ready to go out of town. <laughs> I did think mm -hmm. our segment on Irish funerals was hilarious, by the way. Um, yeah, by was, the way, on, on YouTube, it was basically flagged as could be harmful. <laughs> I was like, dude, <laughs> we are not advocating wow. for someone killing themselves. We were just talking right. about funerals. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. That's that's pretty good. Well, what's going on in your world? That's kind of that's kind of my rants for the day. I'm, I'm just <laughs> dealing with these morons. The funny part was, uh, so I did go on stage on Monday. It was good. I didn't use my yeah. COVID joke for the sole reason. There was a lady sitting in the audience who was like in her 60s, slightly overweight. And I was like, okay, she might right. have been in risk or on a ventilator. So I didn't want to... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I was about to go hilarious. back to it the moment she paid her check and got up to leave. I should have gone back and completed it. I was like, oh, now that she's gone, I'll tell you guys this. I'll tell you the joke. She's gone. We, um, so I, I was talking to Rachel, a, a, a communal friend of ours, and, uh, and she said she's dealing with all these long COVID cases in the hospital now. 
and they're you know just old older older white guys that wouldn't take the vaccine and they're just suffering horribly yeah now since we've talked about something else positive here uh, (laughs) (laughs) i think i could write a good 20 minute set on on behavior during COVID, I, I don't want you don't want to write it about COVID itself, but the weird behavior of people. So they were either, and it wasn't a whole pendulum swing, but that's what I was exposed to. So they either mm-hmm. came in masked and gloved and everything, and wanted to get food to take home, and they just wanted yeah. to keep us in business. And then we had the other people um, that asked me to not wear a mask around them, and I go, mm. no. And they go, no, really, we just don't like them. And I go, yeah, I'd like to be alive tomorrow. I don't know where the hell have you all have been. And you know me, I wasn't kind about it to anybody. <laughs> I'm like, so you don't care if I die. So you cannot be bothered by my mask. And they'd be like, no, I didn't say that. And I go, I know, it's not just inferred. <laughs> Why does it keep saying, oops, battery low? Is that your phone or my phone? That's your battery, bro. That's not mine. Mine says it's got a red thing going, beep, 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 record. You know, of course, I don't have glasses on. I have no you. idea what the hell that is going on. <laughs> are you on your computer or your phone? I'm on my computer. Oh. I have no idea why phone. it kept saying battery low. Yeah. But, hmm. You don't have enough titanium. There are I'm like joking. six different things <laughs> we have to use, Sean, every time I have to do this. It, like. I have to check if the laptop is charged, my phone is charged, the headphones are charged, <laughs> the God. microphone's charged. I'm like, ah, oh, by the end of it, I'm like, I don't know which one is not working right now. <laughs> right. I was supposed to have a lady show up to the one that we shoot on Tuesday to, to mm-hmm. watch it because she wants to do it out in Western Oklahoma because I made this offer, which, you know, you really I have no right to do because you produce this one and Kit Fairchild produces the other one. I'm just a guest. but i'm like yeah we'll teach you how to do it sure we will (laughs) i don't know shit about any of it (laughs) okay right now it is technical difficulties and it's me okay it is my Ah. battery do we need to go off don't worry we'll just go off the main microphone okay because i can hear you perfectly fine so something's working (laughs) you know weirdly enough the warning on that stupid uh earphone in my yep. ear, all it says is, oops, battery low. It kept doing that for the past three times, and I'm wondering where oh. the hell is that? <laughs> so you were, you were literally like the newsman rolling your eyes going, stop saying this. You're making me lose my point. Wow. <laughs> you know that feeling, right, when the producer is screaming in your ear, saying, oh, yeah. hey, cover, cover this, hey, do that. I was like, oh, who yeah. the hell is yelling in my right. ear? <laughs> and I am in the middle of a sentence. You know mm-hmm. I can't multitask. <laughs> Okay, the worst one I ever did. So I am in, um, I don't know if I've ever told you this. So I'm in Times Square and there's mm-hmm. a studio there. And so I get invited to do this talk about COPD and lungs. And I'm going to be in 14 different major cities in America. So I'm going to be in front of like 40 million people for morning news one year. Um, and so we've rehearsed it, but we've rehearsed it only on Zoom. Okay. So you get into the studio and the guy goes, camera one's here, camera two is here. So you always open up in a newscast with like what people see right now of your face. Yeah. And then they go to what's called a two shot for people that don't understand what it means, where I would be sitting beside you and they can see both of us. And then they go one shot, one shot, one shot to the, who's ever talking. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what went wrong. And this guy is circling his arms like this and pointing, but not at a goddamn camera. He's just pointing. Uh-huh. Finally, finally, we cut to commercial. And we were on in Los Angeles. Four million people are watching this. And I look like an idiot looking up at the sky. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the guy's doing. And it's live TV. Mm-hmm. And we've never worked together before. So I don't understand his hand signals. You know, mm-hmm. the only thing we had in common is stretch. You know, where you hold your hands together and pull them apart. Yeah. We get off and he goes, didn't you see me pointing at the camera? And I said, no, I saw you drawing big, huge circles that made no sense and then pointing in the general vicinity of that side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the rest of them fine and everyone's like, well, how did everything go? And he goes, oh, the first part was terrible, but everything else was good. <laughs> okay, one more funny thing about doing that shoot. So the mm-hmm. lady doing my makeup, most of you who national TV, everybody has literally layers of makeup on. Mm-hmm. She she comes in and darkens me out like I've never seen, you know, like and I and I thought I had slept well, but evidently I didn't. And and she goes, Hun, don't worry, I make Keith Richards look good. I can make you look good. <laughs> now, that is not a compliment. <laughs> I don't know. We're just taking this as one, John. <laughs> <laughs> I can make Keith Richards look good. I really wanted to say, show me the effing picture because I've never seen that guy look good. That is a good thing. I I got that going for me. Yeah, so it was my big national news debut. And you know, you would think on something like that um, that you would get like phone calls or something from across the nation, people that knew you. Yeah, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) That is just awesome, man. Right. And, I, and I'm on there with the foremost expert in COPD in America. And mm-hmm. I literally was like, I am in a place I do not belong. This guy is way too smart for me. And, you know, we we're just doing they would just talk about kind of my stuff with it. And then he would chime in on the scientific facts. It was really a pretty decent interview. Mm-hmm. See, that, that was what <laughs> that old episode that we had on intruder syndrome was. Right. Yeah. You just sit amongst them and go like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you talk to yourself. So impersonate, impersonator syndrome. Which one, What's it actually called? It was imposter syndrome. Imposter, yeah, not impersonator. Yeah. And I really was sitting there, but I'm like, oh, well, I'm the sick guy, so I am, I'm the right person to be here. Yeah. For mm-hmm. any of you who wonder here, listen, that's what my lungs sound like. That's why I was <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Stop blowing into the damn microphone. <laughs> yeah, and so my my daughter my daughter wanted to go to New York with me and didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And so, like six months later, she was like, "Such and such show was there. I wanted to see that show." And I go, "Well, God, I had a huge hotel and I had a driver twenty four seven. Why didn't you tell me you wanted to go? Mm-hmm. I mean, all we would have had to do is pay for the airplane ticket." And she goes, well, "I just thought you would ask." And I go. I, I was I was there on a, I was working like they paid me to be there. <laughs> you know? That was funny, right? At times when no, even when I used to travel for work, like some friend of mine would be like, "Hey, we were there. Why didn't you call me?" I'm like, "Dude, it wasn't a trip for me to meet you right. people. I was there for work." <laughs> yeah, I was in the studio probably, so I stayed there. I felt like an asshole in Manhattan in a blacked out suburban where, you know, the gas was probably $15 a gallon. You know, I just felt like a total ass. I really did. And the hotel was just shockingly, shockingly nice. And, uh, 
but all I did was sleep there because I went out and ate pizza like three times a day and thoroughly enjoyed myself. But the but we were in the studio forever and it was a and and you know it's New York, so I'm sure it's five hundred dollars a square foot. So it was about as big as the pub, the whole studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was Hello. one time where I was walking through, I think it was Soho, and it is pouring, mm. okay. So I basically right. bought like an umbrella from one of those fucking peddlers on the sidewalk. Street vendor. <laughs> and yeah, and I was just walking and I bumped into a guy and a dog, okay? So uh, because I wasn't looking up and then I looked up, I wiped off the water, cleared my glasses and he did the same. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, oh, it's all right. And I continued walking and in my head, I was like, hang on. And that was fucking John Oliver. <laughs> Get out. No. Oh, shit. But so he was going to take been... his dog out to pee. Why would I fucking interrupt him? <laughs> okay. Yeah, but in the rain. Yeah, I wouldn't want you interrupting me in the rain either. Hey, I saw you on the news this morning. You're like, was I arrested or was I on my own? <laughs> I, would like to, I would like to have John, lunch with John Oliver. I think that would be fun. Okay. He is a smart, he's a smart guy. That would be interesting. Like one of the best episodes I've seen was when, uh, I think it was Jerry Seinfeld interviewing him during that comedians in cars getting coffee. Right. You should check that out. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah. Check it out on Netflix. It's almost every famous comedian you would like to see just having coffee with Jerry. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I've seen an episode or two. Mm -hmm. You get you you do that. You evidently sleep weirder than I do because you get to check all that kind of stuff out. I just yeah. what what I get stuck on is like I'm I'm reading a book called Barnum about uh, Barnum and Bailey Circus, and mm -hmm. I am only at like page 150, and I've had the book for two weeks. It's embarrassing, <laughs> but it's awesome because from a political standpoint, I can see how people copied this guy because it works. <laughs> yeah. But the book itself was sent to me by some other guy in Tulsa that from back when my wife used to run for statewide office. So it's a good one. I'll save it for you when you get back. Somebody asked me when you're coming back and I go, I don't know what the deal is, man. You got to ask him. I, literally, uh, if Donald right Trump gets reelected, he's probably not coming. <laughs> right now, I've just been spending time annoying people. Do you know one of our yeah. common friends before I used to complain to him about all the fucking homework and other things he would make us read? And there were times where there was a table in the pub who was like really loud. And I'd always just look at him and be like, hey, they look like they're having too much fun. Can you please go there and suck all the fun out of that? <laughs> there you go. How very British of you. And now I have become that guy is what I noticed the other day because I was talking to a friend of mine. And a lot of my friends here who got married before I came back to the U.S. in 2016 are like now divorced. And she was talking to me about her divorce. And I wasn't really paying attention because it almost all the stories are now starting to just blend together where I haven't been keeping track correctly. Right. And she looked at yeah. me and she was like, you look like the most uh, disinterested person. I was like, oh, oh no, no, no. <laughs> and my point was, yes, I am disinterested because I don't have any skin in the game. The word you were looking yeah. for was uninterested. I am uninterested. <laughs> 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 and one of my buddies sitting next to me sees this other table laughing really really loudly and he was like go tell them your grandma jokes they'll probably fucking like it <laughs> that was pretty good though that, i have to be honest that was pretty good when when i go home um i'm only there for a couple of days so you just kind of catch up with everybody 
But if I'm back for like a funeral, like I'm doing this, you'll you'll be there for a couple of days and it's all people you haven't seen. Shit, mm -hmm. I, I can't recognize so many of them. You guys all probably still look similar. Mm -hmm. Wait till you're 50, 50 or 60. Nobody looks anything like they used to. It's it's Jim. it's awful. It's literally awful. Yeah. I'm talking about the fact that at times I'll look at Alex and I'm like, dude, you're white. You'll age terribly. Just leave me alone. Uh -huh. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, you know, I do. Do you think that's from um, millennia of being just in bad weather? Probably you know, rain, mm -hmm. no sun. You know, for some reason, you know, tan skin seems to age better. You know, or mm -hmm. or when it wrinkles, you guys don't have such deep crevices. Yeah. Crevasse. Crevasse to you, sir. Or the <laughs> Botox injection term, which is crevasse. We're removing them. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were they? Crow's legs, crow's feet. Something they used to call crow's them. feet. Uh -huh. Crow's feet is the is the one that um, that the women get around their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. That is nuts. Um, how much time we got? I know we probably got to be close. We are 27 minutes in. Uh oh, so we got three minutes. What do you want to talk about in three minutes, sir? Three minutes. Pra Prager University. <laughs> even I, even it makes you want to say that because the fucking U is on there. I mean, it's brilliant marketing. No, we, we should do that. Terrible human. Stupid company we set up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just add a U at the end of it and be like, yeah, we could be an right. old university. You wouldn't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all you have to do is like put a name like Heritage U, mm -hmm. or you know, I mean, some any Latin word that you can remember, Celebrium U. That would work. <laughs> yeah, that would work. At the bottom. I'm at the bottom. Feedback. How do we? How do we how get do we, out of the bottom? And, and we... why is TikTok no not loading my videos? <laughs> John, I'm pretty sure that someone has probably clicked on remote abuse a couple of times for your videos. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, hang on, let us review this account and see what is right. going on. <laughs> I know. I always wonder when they turn mine down, why they turn them down. Because it's very difficult to understand. They're like community guidelines. And I go, that was a video of how to operate some software. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like it? really arbitrary terms where I don't even yeah. know what's going on. And you do try, like I have to, at times now that they renewed and uh, rewrote all of the YouTube's community guidelines and your ratings, I had to go yeah. back and change a bunch of our videos because it falls into like this weird gray area where I have to market as a comedy podcast. And that's yeah, how sure. you get around that swearing and all that Mm -hmm. well, well, you know, the swearing I would say is mostly you, but it's not. It's both of us. <laughs> <laughs> don't we bring out the best in each other? I don't know why you're right. so mean today. <laughs> <laughs> I I had a guy last night go, Well, where do I find that podcast? And I go, On oh, my Facebook feed. And he goes, Really? And I showed him and he goes, How did I miss that? And I go, I have no idea. <laughs> I literally like, space, I have no idea. I'm pretty sure the amount we bitch about social media, all the social media platforms are like, yeah, hide this somewhere. <laughs> <Drop. laughs> God, was shot down on the algorithm. Mm -hmm. Now that's pretty good. I was telling my daughter, I said, look, this is probably the most cataloged amount of audio on me anywhere. Mm -hmm. So if someone's going to dog me on AI, this is where they're <laughs> going to pull all the shit off of there. But they'll have to cut your British Indian accent out. 
have the way your lungs work Sean because you keep blowing into the microphone <laughs> oh I'm so sorry well you know what it is is so most of the time I do my morning breathing exercise before I come here you're just hearing what I really sound like how scary is that we almost have 1200 minutes on here YouTube is that good I don't know what that means oh basically like in produ produce stuff mm-hmm that's well, that's why your computer's screwing up. You're, it's full. Yeah, it's probably like, <laughs> I need to stop talking for a day or two, please. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, that was the Villagers podcast. We were talking about shitty animated videos that for some reason got approved into the Oklahoma education system. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amazing. All right, my friend. You have a good day. I will see you. I'll talk to you on Monday. We should have some good funeral stories on Monday. Okay. <laughs> okay. One thing on our way out, and please don't cut this out of there. Don't take pictures of people in a hospital bed when they're dying. That's no. not cool. Mm. What the fuck would anybody do a selfie with somebody who's dying in a hospital bed? Ain't no pill for stupid. All right, buddy. I will see ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>